0: Asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. And I am back. Welcome back to Two Cents Worth. I am your host, Ryan DeFaber. It has been four months since my last podcast. I have some things to tell you. I have some things to talk about. And we will get on that season two is here, my friends, my listeners. Um, so my last podcast was mother's day and then it was a whirlwind. And after doing, I don't even remember now 30, 40 episodes at times I was doing twice a week, once a week, started once a week trying to get guests, got a bunch of guests on for a while. Then it was was, a weekly rundown and then uh, with two a week. And then, um, then it went down to one, stop trying to chase guests, get guests as I could or or as I, as I wanted if friends wanted to come on, whatnot, but really kind of stopped chasing down guests and um, just giving you guys kind of updates of what was going on in the world of sports and fitness or my life. And, um, we got to mother's day and i got that done and the the plan was to continue going and go through the summer and um kind of life got in the way and and uh priorities changed and um you know i i focused more on at that point in time i focused more on my um my schedule and work and travel and vacations and family and my personal health and fitness and focus more on in regards to this podcast, focus more on the social, um, network side of it where, you know, I put more things on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, um, And those things, rather than sitting down and and recording it and and just kind of doing more stories and and posts and actually more stories and posts a a lot of the times um, because of how busy my summer was. So, and the lovely wife just walked in. You're going to sit here and listen? Okay, that's fair. Uh, So that was the focus. And uh, after a couple weeks, it was more of, well, let's just take the summer off. And, um, as the summer went on, it was a probably the best idea that uh, the best thing that I could have done for the fact that, um, it was just a very busy summer. So Mother's Day was the last episode, as I mentioned that following week, I went on my spring golf trip, which if you go back in the episodes, you'll, you'll hear about the fact that, um. Uh, I, I talked about planning a golf trip or any type of trip and, and the things that I do and some tips and tricks, uh, for anyone that is willing to do that. And, uh, actually I had someone reach out to me that listened to the podcast, sent me an email two podcast at gmail.com. If you want to send me an email, ask me any questions. You can go on Instagram to centsworthpodcast um, and send me a DM if I don't already have you on my phone, but, uh, actually asked me for the player packet that I spoke about, about a golf trip because he was planning a golf trip. So I thought that was pretty cool. Actually months after I I, uh, recorded that episode. So um, appreciate that for the person that listened. If you were listening to this episode, thank you very much Um, for having the, uh, the willingness to send me an email and I got you that information. And uh, again, I appreciate that. So went on that golf trip, came back, and again the plan was and we'll continue doing the podcast and then it was just kind of other things kind of kept on coming up every weekend kept on being busy for one reason or not we went to florida for a few days to visit Lindsay's family in june um again kind of things backing themselves up busy with work um the kids and finishing up school. So Nolan finishing up school in June, finishing up kindergarten and and Harrison finishing up his first year in preschool in in late May. And all of a sudden we're into July and July is Harrison's birthday. And right after that, myself and Lindsay and uh, our good friends, my best friend Matt and his wife, Ashley, who have both been on the podcast multiple times. um, We went to the Dominican and I want, I'm going to touch on that, too, uh, because I do want to talk about – give my my two cents on um, what you should really believe in the media and, and whatnot. But we'll get into that. I don't really talk politics on here, so that, that's not going to be pol- political. It's just going to be more so of, like, don't be afraid to live your life type thing. Um, back from that, back from that trip, and it was basically a week and a half, two weeks. Kids were in camp. <laughs> Um, and then we went on family vacation with the kids down to the beach, Matt and Ashley and their kids came as well. So that was the first week of August. It was my birthday. A couple days before that, it was Matt's birthday. Lindsay had a birthday in June. My mom had a birthday in June. Um, and then get back from the beach. I try, I have to travel for work. So I travel for work to Dallas, as you guys see, like, again, all of this is kind of timeline in the, in in the Instagram stuff. But if you aren't following along with that, you can just see kind of how all the things back up and and to be able to sit down and, and really come up with a plan to talk about and to, again, none of this is edited, but to put it all together and put the intro music together and get it all online and all that. And I do it all myself. It just takes time. And sometimes, you know, I, I just don't have that time. So, All of a sudden, it was basically end of August, and I ended my summer, I will say, even though summer ends the 21st of September, um, or 20th of September, depending on the whatever, whenever fall starts. Um, And I finished it off with a guy's trip to New York with uh, another one of my best friends, Pete Murmel, for his birthday. His birthday is the 31st of August. Uh, If you know Pete and you didn't say happy birthday, it's never too late to say happy birthday um so say happy birthday but if you follow along you know pete and i uh he's my workout partner i've known him for now shit so we met my freshman year of college so that's 2002 so i've known pete for 17 years um and ended up marrying a girl that i went to high school with funny enough so he's from pennsylvania and married uh a girl I went to high school with, they both went to Wingate. Lindsey and I went to Wingate, that's how we all met, and we've stayed close, and uh, he's one of my best friends. And so we went up to New York, I was there for work, and stayed through the weekend. We went to a Yankees game, we're both Yankee fans. I had a friends Mike and Adam, join us uh, for that weekend, and, and it was great, and we came home Labor Day weekend. And um, Mike, Claudia, who was one of my first guests on the podcast, if you go back to him, WinRate Consulting, he started his own podcast, now has two, um, Remodeling Carolinas and another one, and I'm sure he'll listen to this and yell at me that I didn't know what the other one's name is. But it hasn't come out yet, so you can't really yell at me, so go fuck yourself. Um, went up, had a great time in New York and now, you know, kind of got the itch back to getting back into this thing. And, and, and then I was thinking about it a couple of minutes ago before I recorded and I started putting some stuff out on Instagram uh, today. It's Friday night right now, but this will probably come out Sunday or Monday. I'll, I'll plan ahead and kind of get it done over the weekend, putting it all together. But, um, all of a sudden, uh, I realized it's been four months, you know? And, um, So I want to get back into it. Uh, I'm going to still try and get it out once a week, if I can. Life will get in the way, I promise you that. Uh, I will have guests again. I've reached out to some people, and some people have reached out to me, and that's very kind of you. And if you want to be on the podcast, please reach out to me, let me know. Uh, If you're in the Charlotte area, uh, love to have you on. Love to host you, get you a couple drinks. Uh, As I'm enjoying right now, I'm drinking a beer, and you'll hear the can crack for another one as we move along here, because I'm almost done with this one. Um, but, uh, and I'm saying I'm um a lot and, and it's more so getting comfortable again and trying to come up with things to, I got a lot of stuff on my, my brain to talk about. I wanted to talk about the origin of death to the dad bod again. If you followed along with the Instagram over the summer or my Facebook or Twitter or anything like that, you've seen hashtag death to the dad bod. I do want to talk about the origin of that. And I want to talk about the motivating factors behind that for me, um, and if I don't get into that today, I'm going to try and keep this, you know, in the past it was about an hour. Um, I want to keep it close to 30 to 45 minutes for each episode if I do it by myself. And then if I have a guest, I'll do it about an hour. Uh, so I will talk about that. If not, that'll be uh, episode two of season two. So you'll you'll hear about that because um, there is a, a lot to get into on that. So the summer recap is that, uh, very quickly, but, um, I did want to go back to talking about the Dominican. So obviously very much in the news, uh, this summer and spring about the deaths and the resorts and what was going on. And, and I always had it in my mind that we were never not going to go on that trip. Um, I never really try and get into the hype of what, the media has to say, and it's not a, a a way of you know, you know, dissing the media. There are stories out there that are important, but at the same time, there are things that you can see when you watch it, and you change the channel. And it's on every channel, and. Th- I don't I never want to say conflicting because it's not conflicting, but it, it just it just seems like they're harping on things. And then when you put timelines together, you look at it and you go, you know, is this truly serious or is this trying to take our attention away from something else that might be going on? And if you looked at the the hysteria that they put towards the Dominican Republic and and mind you, this will be my this would have been my third time. And it was we went It's third time I've been to the country. It's been nothing but fantastic. And the first time, it wasn't to a resort. It was for a quote-unquote mission trip in, in high school. And I say quote-unquote because it was truly to go down there and play baseball. Um, there was mission activities a part of it, but more so led by our guide than any of the students that were part of it. We were there to play baseball. but And we went to some very rundown areas, a Haitian town of refugees, and, and and we stayed basically right outside of Santo Domingo. And in, in the early 2000s, uh, Dominican was not as nice as it is now. It wasn't the resort uh, areas that they have today. Um, but I've never felt unsafe going to that country. And to see the hysteria that the media put out in America, and then again when you put it, put the timelines together and families are coming out talking about, oh, well, this family member died two years ago in the dominican if you look at it there was never any type of increase and 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 go and look at the data there was never any type of increase of deaths this year compared to any other year but because two of them happened so closely together and we're in the same resort it it all blew up so we went we went to excellence punta cana this is the second time i've gone to an excellence resort lindsay and i went to excellence el carmen in punta cana so they're basically kind of right next to each other uh the excellence brand if you're ever trying to go on a all-inclusive um resort the excellence is fantastic they have two in the dominican right next to each other in punta cana direct flight from charlotte direct flight probably from a lot of places um There's quite a few Europeans that come in from England and Ireland. They have a lot of direct flights. Uh, There's people from Russia that came in to the Dominican on on direct flights. So um, you can get there very easily, direct flight. If not, if you're in the U.S., a lot of them just kind of fly in from Miami. So that's where your connection is. They have one in Jamaica, and they have two excellence resorts in Cancun area. Fantastic resorts, fantastic pricing. And wonderful people. Uh, the staff in these facilities are absolutely outstanding. They're extremely appreciative of you being there, and at the same time, they make sure to go out of their way to make sure you have a great time and engage with you. They're not, um, you know, some staff in, in some places obviously can be a little overbearing. Never the case there. They're extremely nice, uh, and it's just a great time. So. We went with Matt and Ashley, had a wonderful time. And the unfortunate thing that we saw, now we were in the low season. So in obviously the summer for these the Caribbean Islands is the low season, winter and late fall is the busy season and early spring because it's colder everywhere else, but that's where people go to escape to go for trips. But went in July and um, they openly admit with everything that was going on in the media that They had low occupancy, and it was about 40%, maybe even less than that, occupied. There was complete buildings that were empty, um, which is a shame because never felt unsafe. And let me tell you, we tried every type of alcoholic drink there there was there. Never had a bad drink. Never felt sick. Uh, Tried every type of food, fried, unfried, local, whatever they had. And it was all cooked well and um, very good. And so what I want to say to that is my two cents on this whole thing is trust your gut, do your research, don't believe everything that you see on TV, don't believe everything that you read because, and check my stats on this, but I I believe it's like three or four companies own 90% of what you See, hear, and read in the news and the media. So think about that. Three to four companies control every single thing in America. Four. Four. You're looking it up now. I heard about it the other day on podcast. So it's it's four. Google, Facebook, Amazon, and Apple. Yeah, no, that's not right. CBS isn't owned by Facebook, Google. Wait, what are you saying? I'm saying four companies own 90% of what you see, hear, read. Like, whoever owns CBS, whoever owns ABC, like those companies, you know, whoever owns these, well, I mean, hell, uh, Jeff uh, Bezos owns the Washington Post, so, you know, Amazon could be one. But anyways, um, it's like four companies, 90% of what you, so don't, do your own research. Go to, it's fine. And people probably can't even hear what the hell you're saying. It sounds like I'm just talking something. Lindsay's trying to give me stats that were wrong. Um, but regardless, like I go on like TripAdvisor. I go to other websites that aren't tied to these media companies to see like what other people that are going on these trips have to say. We were part of a Facebook group of people that were going on a daily basis to this resort telling us before we even arrived what it was about. So That's my suggestion to you. Don't let the media get you all stirred up. My parents were so worried. You know, everyone was talking about it. Like even friends, like that are our age, were like, "Are you still going to go?" Fuck yeah, I'm still going to go. Like I'm not a, I'm not a diphead. I'm not a dickhead. I'm not going to do something stupid. I'm not going to overdo it. And at the same time, I know my safety and what I need to do to get back home safely to my children. I mean, that's it. That's for any trip that I go on, regardless whether it was Dominican or not. Like Lindsay always made this statement when anybody would come up to us and say oh man do you are are you worried she's like we could go on any trip and potentially get hurt it doesn't need to be the dominican we could go to charleston south carolina and get in a fight or not a fight but like you know something could happen we could go i could have gone to new york this past two weekends ago and and something could happen like don't be afraid to live your life my two senses don't believe everything you hear Don't believe everything you see. Don't believe everything you read. Because there's a lot of bullshit out there. Trust your gut. That trip was amazing. Go back and look at the pictures I put on there. If you ever want to go to the Dominican, I highly suggest Excellence Punta Cana, Excellence El Carmen. Fantastic resorts, fantastic people, fantastic prices. Um, So I did want to touch on that. I'm getting asked, how was the first podcast? I'm not done, Matt. <laughs> I'm recording now. Um, again, so that's, I I did want to say to those, again, thank you for the people, and as Matt brought that up, you know, how was the first one going. It, it's going. Uh, it's probably not going to be as smooth as uh, my first season as I got into it was, um, but I'll get better again. I'll get back in the groove of things. But I do want to say thank you to those that have continued to listen. So I looked today for the first time in four months of the stats on listeners and everything. And surprisingly, I haven't pushed the podcast all summer. Basically, since Mother's Day, I haven't said a, a word about the podcast, more about more of my fitness journey, what I've been doing, what I've been working on, my weight loss, my vacations. Uh, my running, all of that type of stuff has basically been consumed on the social media side of it rather than me pushing the podcast for you to go and listen to the episodes. And yet I looked today for the first time in the last 30 days. Now, I take this as a win. Some people that might have their own podcast will look at this and go, man, those are tiny numbers. But again, remember, for four months, I basically left this thing alone. I had 60 downloads, and it was all types of episodes from the whole first season and I think that was awesome and I appreciate that and I appreciate the support and I appreciate the support of the people that have continued to ask me about it over the summer and, and that they've said that they've enjoyed it and um, and my guests in the past and and the guests that are still interested in, in that are interested in coming on for this season uh, so far uh, I want to thank you uh, because again it's 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 my own motivation, right, to do this for no other reason than just to have some creative outlet, right? Like, I'm not getting paid to do this. I'm not – this isn't my job. This is just something I like to do, um, to sit down and talk to you all, the listener, and or anybody that's sitting across the the desk from me. Um, so I just want to say, you know, thanks for the support because it does motivate me, and that's a great thing, and, and as you can see on – what I've gone through over the last couple months um in 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 the social media world and again people post what they want to post to make things look great and everything but I had a great summer and I think I've done a lot um a lot of growing personally as well um you know I turned 35 this summer halfway to 40 but um I think You know, from you all motivating me and seeing that you guys are still listening and people asking me about the podcast, I hope that in some aspect that I motivate one person to whatever it might be, Um, because everything that we go through in life isn't easy. And if there's some similarities to my journey that might be a part of your journey, I hope that um, whatever I do or say might help you and uh, vice versa. So... On that note, nope, I got one right here. I'm gonna crack another beer, and I haven't done it in a while, so I want to hear it. <sighs> you ever have you ever been on a plane and when the stewardess come by and they crack the the cans because of the pressure and the in the cabin and everything that sound i I don't know why, but I've always kind of enjoyed that sound of like the can cracking open on an airplane and that, that just kind of reminded me of it with my headphones on it. And, and I've been traveling, um, and I have more travel coming up in the next couple of weeks for work. Uh, so I'll be on airplanes and in rental cars and in hotels. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that just me opening that just reminded me of it. And I am drinking, uh, a Deschutes fresh haze IPA, bend Oregon, Intensely juicy, irresistibly hazy, freshly squeezed, no fruit was harmed in making of the beer. And it's delicious. This is my third one tonight. And we had pizza earlier. And as you guys know, I always say, attack your weekend! I'm attacking it with alcohol and pizza. But I did work out this morning. Pete, you missed it. You're a punk bitch. And... Huh? And I did go on a run. I went on a... My Achilles was tight again today for the second time in a week or so. So I got to make sure I keep on stretching that, maybe icing it again. Went on a 2.25 run, 16 minutes flat. 2.25, 16 minutes flat. Um, That was my... So I did beach muscles this morning, buys, tries, and abs. And then right after that, I went on a 2.25-mile run. So I earned my pizza and my beer today. Um... You're texting me? So the wife is texting me. six companies that control the media. Six companies. 90%. Um so if anybody that listens to like The Fighter and the Kid or King and the Sting, so they have what um they they have this guy Chin and um Kat and Derek and they're the people that do like the um the stats. And so like Brendan and Brian or Brendan and Theo will always be like chin look that up you're Lindsay. you're my chin or you you could be my cat since chin's a guy you'd be my cat cat look it up so it's six companies are you guys ready for this six companies control what we hear is it just what we hear Um, yeah this this just look this looks like just what we hear no see this is what we see Okay, so I was right. So so it's not four companies, it's six companies, 90% of what we listen to and it is uh, General Electric, GE. They own Comcast, NBC, Universal, Focus Features. I've never heard of Focus Features. News Corp, their notable properties, Fox, Wall Street Journal, New York Post, Disney, ABC, ESPN, Pixar, Merrimax, Marvel Studios, Viacom, MTV, which Jeez, do- I got to put this on vibrate. Fuck off, man. Um uh, MTV, which doesn't play music television anymore. I don't know why they still call it that. Nick Jr., BET, CMT, Paramount Pictures. Time Warner is CNN, HBO, Time, and Warner Brothers. And then CBS, Showtime, Smithsonian Channel, NFL.com, Jeopardy, 60 Minutes. Those are their notables. There's another stat underneath that picture, though? 232 media, 232 media executives control the information diet of two... 177 million Americans. Think about that. 232 They do it. It's one in every one in every 850,000 subscribers. One media executive for 850,000 people. Basically two people control what we hear in Charlotte. The city of Charlotte. Two people control what the city of Charlotte See, hear, and read. Don't listen to the media, people. They have an agenda. Just like in politics, and I'm not going to talk about politics, but people get so fucking upset because the media portrays it that you can only be one way or the other. You can only think left or you can only think right. No, you can think any way you want to fucking think. And let me tell you, most of those polls they put up there are fucking bullshit people that are pissed at the world and want to just fucking voice their opinion. They're trolls. And they do not speak for the rest of us Americans. People can get along. And they, don't, they can have differing opinions. I promise you. breach, brother. Alright. Um, no, you're fine. I should have just set up the second microphone. Because you're just sitting here speaking fucking 19 feet away. No one can hear you. I can barely hear you. I have headphones on. She's laying on the floor, rubbing... What is that thing called? So Lindsay's had a a foot and leg injury for a year. So Miss Runner has had to watch her husband turn into a runner. And let me tell you, so part of the summer, I also did a 75-mile challenge. In the month of July, the challenge was to run and or walk 75 miles. I was able to run 75 miles. On top of that, I was able to walk... 30, 30 plus miles, um, which by far the most amount of miles I've ever run in my life. So how the tides have turned, unfortunately for her, it was injury, but she is sitting here with what looks like a butter knife. It's not. It is a like a scraper tool to basically break up her muscles in her calf and her foot Sorry, I was taking a big gulp of my beer, um, to loosen up and make sure. But she has found other ways to stay healthy. So I think I do want I think I do. I think I do want to. Uh, I will touch on injuries and how to work through them and some other things, and um, that will be probably a good one to have Lindsay come on and talk about for a little bit of how she's had to change her, basically, mindset of training. Right, so somebody that for the majority of her life, training was little bit of weights, 99.9% cardio, and the cardio was always running. Run, run, run. And actually, if you look at science, science doesn't lie, uh, constant cardio like that is not actually great for you. Sorry, Chuck and Ann, but it's not. Uh <laughs> And Chuck and Anna are my in laws, and that's all they do is run, run, run. Chuck doesn't drink water either. I don't understand it. It's the most it's the most baffling thing you've probably ever seen in your life. The guy wakes up at the ass crack of midnight, not even dawn. I'm not even gonna say dawn. He wakes up at like three o'clock in the morning. Sometimes forcibly makes your mom go on a run. Guilt trips are into going on a run. Yeah, but at like at five, like, yeah, he waits a couple hours, but he doesn't wake up and drink water. He stretches a little, and then they'll go on like an eight-mile run. He'll come back, drink coffee, not water. He'll do a little bit of water. Like, uh, Flavored water, because yeah, he's a six-year-old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Drink flavored water like my six-year-old, Nolan. My three-year-old, Harrison, drinks regular water. Yeah, my father-in-law can't drink regular water. And then, so we will go out through the whole day, and then, you know, there's booze mixed in there. He's retired, likes his beer and his wine, which is fine. Um, Never overindulges. And then it's like 9 o'clock, and he has Diet Dr. Pepper to put him to bed. He drinks soda to go to bed. It's the most unbelievable thing, and this is going to be gross. And I'm allowed to say it because it's my podcast. I'm allowed to say whatever I want. His piss must be fucking orange. It has to be orange all day long. Prove me wrong, Chuck. Prove me wrong. Uh, I don't even know how we got on this. Oh, I want to talk about injuries and running and cardio. But, uh, oh, how cardio is 90% of it if, you just, if that's all you do. If all you do is long cardio, it, it, it's actually not great. It's not great for muscle growth. Um, it's also not great for uh, fat loss either because your body gets used to the fact that it is going on these long cardio things. Anyways... So Lindsay's had to change her workout program. Um and she's seen the benefits of it and, and the differences of it and everything. So um we'll we'll talk about that this season. We'll also talk about the origin of death to dad bod. So again, if you wa- watched if you, and yeah, I guess if you watch the stories from Instagram or the um anytime I put a post, that is my number one hashtag. That is the thing that I have kind of grabbed onto my own. Um and it is because I am a dad. The dad bod seems to be a thing now that is socially acceptable, and that's fine for those that want to have it. Uh, I am one that I oppose it. I think that you should not um, embrace the fact that you have a dad bod. Kids get in the way, right? Life gets in the way. That's understandable but you can always find 15 minutes. And yet you can't always lose the weight, right? Like I'm not sitting here going, I look like a specimen. I certainly do not. I'm sitting here chugging beer. I had pizza today. You know, I'm not on this crazy diet. It's not, but there's always things you can do to always improve yourself. And believe me, so I started this summer around 197 and with hard work and changing things and creating new habits. And they are, they are habits that become lifestyles. They are not quick fixes, right? Like you, you can lose a lot of weight in the first week. And I always tell people this, that I ask me about, it. they're like, Oh, this is great. Like, what have you done? Like I lost six pounds this week. And and you ask them like, what have they changed? And the most frustrating thing for anybody that changes something is that they give up too easily because they see the immediate results. And, the, and when it comes to weight loss, that first week that you change your diet and you start exercising, most of that's water weight and water weight will disappear very quickly. And that's six, seven, eight pounds, whatever it is, and then you plateau. And that's where the frustration comes in, and then you revert right back to your your previous lifestyle because you said, well, it's not working. Whatever I was doing didn't work. I lost all this weight right away, and then all of a sudden it stopped. I don't get it. I don't know what to do. It takes 90 days for your body to start seeing changes, and it takes over a year for you to actually start seeing changes in your own body. So think put that into perspective when you're changing something and and for me like that was a big thing. I started this thing at 197. I got down to 182. I'm probably like right now about 185, but goal is to get to 180-175 and stay there. That is my personal goal, but to do it as w- with muscle definition and not just be skinny fat. I could easily today go out and go and run An hour a day, if I wanted to, but I don't. I want. I like lifting. I like getting up early, as crazy as that sounds. I like getting up early and having that to look forward to, and going to the gym and getting that work in, and then also getting some additional cardio in afterwards. That is what I have turned into my habit. I have been going to the gym now at five o'clock in the morning for a little over two years now, and that is is it no i think it's about two years a little over two years close to three years um and that's just now a, a thing that i do it's not anything that seems outrageous to me to wake up at 4 30 in the morning but that's because again my schedule allows it as well as it's the only time i really can go because of my kids schedule and because of my work because of marriage everything right like all of that is part of your schedule. So what works in your schedule works for your schedule. For me, it's getting up early, getting that done, and I enjoy it. And I enjoy the journey, and I enjoy the struggle. And that's been the biggest thing I think this summer for me has been that's a lot of my motivating factor. I figured out what motivates me, and Lindsay kind of gets on me because sometimes she's like, you're beating yourself up. When I beat myself up, that's me motivating myself. And it's not in a way to like beat myself down. Like I'll look in the mirror and be like, oh, you know. I need to lose weight here. I need this, or I wish this looked different. She's like, Oh, you're, but you're making gains. And I'm never saying that I'm not improving, but I'm not a finished product. And that's what I, what motivates me is to look and go, okay, what can I work on? You know, if I look in the mirror and go, man, all right, if I'm not feeling going on a run or going to the gym and I look, I'm like, okay, that's my motivating factor. Seeing myself without a shirt on or, or just looking at like, I hold weight right underneath my chin, seeing that if it gets a little more weight in it, a little more, a little gobble gobble, I'll look at that and go, okay, yep. Got to get back into the, doing the cardio, those types of things. Like that's the stuff that motivates me is not like the self, um, Beat down per se, but more so self-improvement and knowing where I hold my weight. Like my weight is held in my chin and around my waist. And when I see my face is skinnier, I know that there's improvement. And I know that the hardest part for me to lose is going to be my belly. And that goes into what I'm doing now, my beer and the food and everything. But I do change my diet a lot and I try and stay as healthy as I can and at the same time, I don't kill myself over it. At the, but I also try and motivate myself through it. So find what will motivate you. And that i, I that's what I have found uh, over these last couple months. Um, and it helps to have people that motivate you. So Matt, my buddy... For the whole summer, he got big into running, too, like even before the summer, and that helped me stay motivated, too. He would text me letting me know what he would do, and, and I'd say, you know what, if he went and did it, let me let me go and do it. And I hope that for the same thing, I, I motivated him as well. Um, and then when we would go on vacation together, we would work out, we'd go on, go on runs together, that type of stuff. So we helped motivate each other. Lindsay, going to the gym now every morning, that motivates me because she's motivated to go to the gym. So when I get home, I know that she's going to go to the gym. And so we're trying to always improve ourselves and have that healthy lifestyle. So um, that's been a lot of the, the improvements that we've made this summer is really trying to improve on ourselves and that time. And it takes time and it doesn't happen overnight, but the, even the little improvements make you feel good. You know, I'm buying shirts now in medium rather than large. I can't tell you the last time I bought a medium shirt and it's not because of i'm skinny now it's more of like i've just i think i've just lost in areas that where shirts would just not like in my belly and 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 around um my my belly i guess most of the time but um i don't know mediums now seem to fit me um still buy larges here and there just depending on whoever makes it but um it's been it's been a good summer it's been a very busy summer. I'm happy to have the motivation to do this again. I hope that uh, you enjoyed this one. And like I stated in the beginning, or actually as Mr... Hold on. Mm. Big gulp of beer. Uh, as uh, our friend Mr. John Wick stated in the beginning. People keep asking if I'm back. And I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. I'm back, baby. Thank you, everybody. Season 2.